This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. is Sky Blues Extra. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sky Blues Extra podcast sponsored by Shortland Horn, Coventry's leading estate agents. I'm David and I'm joined by Andy. Good day, mate. All good. And I'm also joined by Dean. Evening, chaps. What a super week it's been for the Sky Blues, still unbeaten in recent weeks, uh, claiming a point away at Derby uh, and also beating Rotherham at home. Um, how are we feeling? I'll go to you first, Andy. Brilliant, mate. Um, four points out of six. Um, you know, we've not lost in five now. Um, onwards and upwards for the Sky Blues. Yeah, really good week and uh, really enjoying uh, this season so far. I think it's great. Yeah, brilliant. And Dean, you feeling the same? Pretty much. Yeah, but, I mean, honestly, I'm I'm feeling really, really proud at the moment. Um, mm. I don't think we'd really found our feet in this league. And, you know, we had a... Real cup, couple of tough results go against us, you know, heading into that international break, you know, heads were down. Yeah. There's a little bit of doom and gloom, both in the team and the fans. And I feel like we've really turned a corner now. Yeah, exactly. And the, the credit you can't goes say to... it, can you, every week, but it did feel like something was coming and it did feel like we were very unlucky at the start of the season. A lot went against us and it just felt like um, a time, you know, time would, would heal it. And it seems to have. Yeah, little things have sort of started to creep in our direction now. Um, but you know, for me, all the credit goes to to the management team, and you know, led led superbly by Robbins. They've they found a way to to not only get the goals conceded down because that was a big issue, but we've started to attack better as well. You know, as a unit, and and in turn, we've we've scored some goals, and it's started taking a step back and realised that you know we can't go into these games like we did in League One, you know, in the knowledge that we were better than the majority of the teams we faced in that league. It's a different beast in the championship, and you know, we're looking more tactically astute. I'm not in awe now of the players and the teams we're facing, I don't think. And as for me, I don't personally agree with all the decisions that Robbins is making in regards to changing the team, etc. But it's working, so I can only applaud him for that. And a a return of nine points from our last five games shows that too. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, as usual, chaps, we're obviously going to review the games that have, have gone by, and then we'll also preview the two upcoming fixtures for the Sky Blues. Kick off with Derby, um, of course, which was a, a well-earned point. Um, we may well feel a little bit hard done by, but going to kick off, Andy, with the stats. What was they? What did they look like? Yeah, uh, the stats were... It wasn't a very good game, was it, Dave? Um, to be honest. Um, but the stats show a little bit favouring it to Derby, really, which is... I thought they were a little bit more on the front foot than us. Um, and the stats show that. And um, they had, we had 47% possession. We had nine shots compared to their 13. Uh, we had 437 attempted passes compared to their 494. And defensively, they were better than us. We had 13 tackles successfully and they had 15 and we only had 11 interceptions compared to their 16 so it does weigh in Derby's favour a little bit and I did feel on the night that it was even but I did think Derby were just a little bit more on the front foot than us but obviously we got that great goal at the end to get a point. Yeah sure I'm not sure I ever really felt overly worried uh, during the fixture not worried I just thought they were just slightly on the front foot but nothing majorly in, in between the two teams Dave no it was a pretty poor game to be honest weren't it to watch let's be honest yeah, it wasn't full of action, but no. I suppose we can talk through the points that were key, um, starting off with the O'Hare penalty shout. Yeah, uh, that's a penalty. Um, the keeper got nowhere near the ball. I know the people say, oh, the, the balls ran off a little bit. Off, you know, into, It could have been you know, a, a, a goal kick. But for me, when a keeper comes out, and I used to play in goal myself, when a keeper comes out and goes nowhere near the ball and collides with a man, that's a penalty. And okay. David Marshall got nowhere near the ball and... That's a penalty all day long for me. Okay. Well, we're we're going to be speaking about other penalties later on in the episode. Yeah. So I'm yeah. sure I'll come back to you on that <laughs> and, and talk about that. But yeah, for me, it was, I mean, it probably should have been a goal, really. You, you, yeah. you should be finishing them. Um, and again, we'll come on to the goals that we've scored since. But perhaps um, that is, we talked about O'Hare as being one of the parts of his game that he perhaps needs to improve. And, yeah, but if he, that, if he was good at goal scoring, Dave, he wouldn't be playing for us, would he? Yeah, possibly that exactly, and then, and then we had a goal ruled out, Dean. Which um, on first thought, I was like, oh, he stepped offside there. Even looking at it live, but looking back at some replays, it seems like he may have been. Um, well, his, maybe his fingernail was offside. Yeah, I'm, I'm still questioning the decision myself, Dave. You know, I've paused it and rewound it and looked back so many times, and I think there's potentially the furthest Derby player on the far side of the pitch is, is playing him on. Yeah. Just little decisions like that, There was that, ever a they? time, Dean, for a Dean Atkinson analysis video. It was this, <laughs> um, Yeah, and it's coming very, very soon, so keep your eyes out on YouTube for, for that one. But yeah, those are, those are those little decisions that are still not going our way, you know. But a lovely set piece nonetheless, a brilliant Lubman header from Walker as well. It would have been a brilliant goal, but, but it wasn't to be. But as you say, I, I think he's onside. Yeah, and again, we spoke about the O'Hare one and, and Lawrence for Derby went down in the penalty area under Hyam's challenge this time, Andy. Did you think that was a penalty? Yeah, yeah, I did, Dave. Yeah. I thought that was a penalty. I thought we got away with that one. Um, I think the, the ref was... He kind of clattered him, didn't he? He did. He, he, he got round well because he was covering he covered McFadden really well and he got round well, but he just didn't take the ball and he took the man. And for me, um, it was a penalty. But I think the ref just was levelling it out, wasn't he? He didn't give ours early doors. And and I think he didn't give theirs because he didn't give ours. So um, I think you're probably right. Yeah. yeah. But no, for me, that was a penalty. And I had a huge sigh of relief when I was watching the red, red button on Sky Sports when he didn't give it. So, yeah, I, uh, we got away with that one. 
yeah, unfortunately unable to replay it and, and rewind. Yeah, that was later. really great, wasn't it? And Darren Bent's biased commentary. Yeah, that, I really enjoyed that. Not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what you know? What? Why can't we see a replay? What? 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 Are we in nineteen eighty? I think it's just yeah they've got I I think I think what it is is is, is it's it's not Steve Palmer who is it it's um Rob I can't pa- think of the other Rob Palmer, Palmer. Yeah, yeah I think Rob he's just Palmer. filming it it's almost like a FaceTime live <laughs> he just films it on his phone and Darren speaks over the um top of it but I suppose we shouldn't grumble or gripe because it's good good you know for us that have got Sky and and the red button you can yeah. watch these games can't you on a midweek and mm. it, it's definitely improved I suppose from when you think back to you know old times not that not that everyone can't you know but we know everyone can't go to the game and I think that perhaps the coverage now especially we're in the championship has obviously improved for, for people that can't make it to the fixture you know Covid aside Dean yeah and uh, um, by the way Sky are only allowed to show that one main camera they're not allowed to use the the iFollow feed as part of the right. EFL term so basically they want you to go and purchase the game to get all the replays and the additional camera angles etc yeah. so that's that's the main reasoning but yeah it's just nice to have it isn't it you know yeah. we have to find a dodgy stream somewhere yeah. um for, for those games sure that, that aren't covered that. no the games that aren't covered you know if, it's, know, if this I was know. a normal season well, look, we'll do anything to watch a game of co- for coventry wouldn't we i'm yeah. sure we're the same as anyone out there and like you say now they're all they're all we're able to watch all of them yeah it just makes it a lot a lot better for us and, and easier and we can pump money into the club by by paying for the services as well yeah, so exactly. it, at least we're helping out in some in some fashion yeah and and keeping with the derby game um o'hare had another chance it was like a flicked header dean inside the six yard box i suppose he did probably everything he, he could but it just went went wide i think he should do a lot better here to be honest, um, it's 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 the pay, the ball's got a little bit of pace on it, but he's in the perfect position. He only has to get a, a, proper, a proper guided header in that in that bottom corner. But you know, we spoke about Giles last week being on the opposite flank, and again, it's him on the right cutting back in, swinging one in with his left foot. Um, but yeah, O'Hare's got to score there for me, or at the very least, get it on target. Um, but yeah, like like you've you you guys have said, I think it really is the one thing missing from his game. Yeah, that yeah. lack of a finishing ability. And I said on the live, I, I kind of compare him to Raheem Sterling in his early years. Yeah. Where he, he didn't have that finishing capability. He yeah. did everything else well. He could provide. He could take to the people goals on. He scored. I try and think back to the goal he scored. There was one, that one at Oxford. He sort of done as much as he could to put that over the bar, didn't he? And it hit the underside yeah. of the bar. <laughs> yeah. And there was that one mate went on the amazing run last season from the halfway line. Um, was it South End? South potentially. End, yeah. 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 Very windy that day. I, I remember it um, all too well. But yeah, um, he, he showed good composure there. So he has got it in the locker. He just yeah. needs it to bring it out a little bit more. Yeah. And Kazim Richards, wasn't it, caused us a, a lot of aggravation, I suppose, all day and then finally got his goal, Andy. Yeah, yeah, he, he, you know, he's played at a decent level. He, he knows he's an experienced striker, isn't he? And uh, yeah, I, he, um, it was really poor. Poor defending by us. I was going to say know, to analyse the goal, just to what? you know let you know let the, someone cross the ball in so easily. You're always taught as a fullback, don't allow the cross to come in, or do the best you can for it not to come in. And, and it was just so easy how he just you know lofted the ball in, no pressure on the ball, and then yeah. McFadden lost his man and, and he scored an easy headie. So for me, it was poor uh, to allow the cross in the first place, but. Even worse by McFadden. It was terrible marking yeah. and all round a bit of a shit show, Dave. Yeah, the defenders 
have, have got to obviously clear that and get that away. Yeah. It was tough for Ben Wilson, obviously, to get no down. Chance. He, he no tried chance. to get down, didn't he? But he, he it's, did. it's, it's, he's well Too inside near, the Dave. sort of... Yeah, Too exactly. Yeah. It was a good header, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, yeah. He's got pedigree as well, you know. I thought he had a really good game. because Yeah, he, he did. did. When he pulled, credit you know, to him. Yeah, he's, not, he's nutmeg on high yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh... he, he, he just completely bullied us at the top end of the pitch, I thought. And he did um, a lot of like dirty work, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, he had to work quite hard. Um, and, well, he's, in, he's played at Champions League and international level, hasn't he? So he's got yeah. pedigree, hasn't he? So I think that's probably the most complete performance I've seen from a player against us this year. Mm. Maybe even Tony in that Brentford game um, yeah. is, is close, but I thought Colin Kazim Richards played really, really well. Um, so all credit to him in that in that game. Yeah, it felt a little bit of a sucker punch, though, I think, because we were, we were really attacking. We did, even though you spoke about the stats, Andy, I, we mm. had a lot of chances, I think, to obviously, you know, we speak, spoke about most of them, O'Hare and, and whatnot. But, Dean, obviously the goal, first of all, a great cross from Ostergaard. You know, yeah, should he yeah. just play right wing back? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, you know, header out and just an incredible technique and volley through, you know, a mass of people into, into the net by uh, Hamer. Yeah. And I think the big thing for me is how we recycled this play. Um, and yeah, it was a beautiful finish, but you know, the ball was bubbling all around, around the place, you know, it was being cleared, etc. And we got it back in, back into the mixture through Ostergaard. Uh, lovely ball, as you say, but you know, that's, that's the, the guy standing there is the, the one you want it to fall to, right? You know, our yeah. te- technically our most gifted player and a beautiful strike. You didn't I smash suppose it. it's a toss up with that and Kelly, isn't it? Yeah, potentially. Yeah, <laughs> potentially. I've got my Liam Kelly pajamas on this evening, so I've got, I'm actually wearing nothing, but yeah, he didn't, sm- <laughs> he didn't smash, he didn't smash it, did he? You know, he just put the right of power on it to, to wrong foot the keeper. And like you say there, I, I do think we deserve that on the balance of play about yeah. a bit and just with the amount of clear cut chances we we had created and you know the definite penalty okay they should have had one as well but um I felt like there were both teams had the ascendancy in, in periods of the game but mm. it was very evenly balanced I don't I think the stats are a little bit skewed if I'm if I'm perfectly honest yeah maybe Wayne Rooney's had a bit of influence on on Opta there but um yeah it, it was, well, he has it got was, admin rights on yeah, yeah exactly so um yeah, I don't think it's it's any less than what we deserved, and you know, to come away with a point on the on the grand scheme of things was was fantastic, and to score so late on it shows real courage and commitment from our team. Well, that's it, isn't it? Because it's very very tough when you're down when you're down there. I, I, nothing seems to have affected this the confidence of this this squad, does it? The the change room seems to be as solid as it was at the team that got promoted, Andy. Yeah, very much so. You can tell that, you know, to you know, you, you're losing at Norwich, you get a late equaliser. You're losing at Derby, again, you you drag a late equaliser out of the bag. And also, you just sense, you don't you, when they're coming out to line up and when they're coming out for the warm-up, they're all laughing, they're all joking. You can see, obviously, them coming out on the feed on their, the official Twitter and they all seem to be relaxed in each other's company, don't they? And... Um, yeah, the, the team spirit's very still there from last year, definitely, and maybe even better. So, and that's shown in you know dragging these results back, doesn't it, Dave? Yeah, exactly. A really, really important equaliser, a really important result, um, and draw on the face of things to be unbeaten still after that game. Obviously, was a, a great feat. And I'll take two two from you. Um, I'll take the man of the matches from you guys. Uh, kicking off with Dean, who was your star man? 
Um, I'm, I'm kind of torn between Hammer and Giles, really. I can't really pick one or the other, to be honest. I felt both were uh, involved in the majority of, of the good plays of, of our game and all our good opportunities sort of came from them. So I can't really split them if I'm perfectly honest. So, yeah, yeah. can I give it both? Yeah. You can. Uh, Andy? Uh, I'm going to go for Hamer just for his technique for the goal. I think that just deserves... I think, like, Dean, Giles and Hamer were the best team, two on the pitch, but I'll go for Hamer because he just picked the ball out from a 40 yards out of the air and smashed it bottom back. So, okay. yeah, I'll go for Hamer. But I will say special mention to Ben Wilson. I thought his distribution and his handling it's been, from... It's been sort of pitch perfect, mm, isn't it? Great. And his handling Both of high... as well. Yeah, and handling of high balls was excellent. So special mention to Ben as well. Okay, well, I've got the Simon Cowell casting vote and I'm okay. going to go uh, Hamer. So, um, yeah, I think, I think it, it, like you say, a lot of good performances on the night in a game that probably lacked a, a bit of possession on our side. But everything that we'd done well, I think, came through Hamer. I just think he's just... I, I look through like our WhatsApp groups and, and whatnot. They're literally just every time he does something or it's just like Hamer with the old love eyes emojis because he just... He is just fire. Like, he is absolute fire, the guy. He just, he's always looking to make something happen for me. He's always on that swivel looking, where can he, he's just a very intelligent footballer and he's he's a pleasure to watch, I think, and an absolute steal, you know, at a million. Would you say he's better than championship level, Dave? I mean, he's got to prove it, isn't he? He's come from a, a sort of a league that you wouldn't say is championship level. So no. he's he's obviously got a lot of talent and he started to fit into the championship a lot better. I think he, he needs that tenacity that he's got and he needs that sort of... He's got a bit of a swagger, hasn't he? But I think he's starting to know what he can and what he can't get away with. Um, I think he could fit in a, in a lowest league side in the Premier League easily, don't you, Dean? I do, yeah. He's just intelligent. The intelligence and his 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 um his use of the ball, um, yeah. absolutely outstanding. And good um, players play better with better players. Absolutely, don't they? Dave. Yeah, I agree. Which is a fair point. So, yeah, he's a. We're lucky to have him, aren't we? I think. Yeah, no, he just makes a lot happen, Dean, doesn't he? Just he's always on that lookout, and he's always trying to make something. Very positive player. Yeah, always on on the look. Um, I, I think if you. Just don't watch the game. Watch him, and you yeah. see he's he's his neck's on a swivel all the time. Yeah. He knows what's going on around him, and that's what all the good players do. And for me, we could even push him further up the field. I know we, you kind of lose his his passing capabilities, but he's so intelligent. He can link so much in in the play. So you know that's potentially something yeah, we could look at further down the line. And stuff on the edge of the box, and him getting a shot away. You think that he yeah. might do more damage in that area? Absolutely, he's very cute. Um, and that's what all good attacking midfielders have got in their in their locker. All right, brilliant. Well, Hamer then for us lads, we we think he's the man of the match. But some special mentions for other play, players, and and of course, you know, a great result away to Derby, um, which then took us on to rather ha 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 ha. Um, <laughs> key stats, Andy. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. Yeah, they were interesting. Um, obviously, normally we're, we're regarding possession-wise, we're always normally similar or above position. But this time we were way. We were. We only had forty-two percent possession. And fair play to Robbins because we normally pass from outside out the back, don't we? Robbins. He went long. He went nineteen eighty-nine Wimbledon style, and he uh, went back to front regularly 
I mean, match Rotherham what they do to other teams. We match what that we do to them. Yeah. And it was great. And that's a great, that's good management by Robbins. And when, obviously, you were there. I know you were there, Dave, when we got hammered by them 4-0. Yeah. And we got day, absolutely yeah. roughed up that day. Yeah, good and, beers in Sheffield. But other yeah. than that, a really real, yeah, and we, yeah uh, shite day. It was. And I can remember you what's happened to me on the day going, oh, this is just dreadful. And we got absolutely roughed up that day. And, and we did that to them yesterday. And uh, even their manager, Paul Warren, came out afterwards saying that, didn't he? He said that. Yeah. We bullied him and um, fair play to Robbins. He said to the boys, you know, we're not passing from the back this time. This game, we're going to go back to front quick. And it paid off dividends. And um, looking at a few of the stats, it weighs that in as well. We had 264 uh, attempted passes compared to their 330, uh, 343. Right. So they had a lot more of the ball than us. Yeah. Um, and also our pass accuracy wasn't as good as their 45% for us and 58% for them. So, yeah, he changed the it shots up. shots like, Andy? Were they uh, quite shots, level? 10-10. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we obviously so, did a lot more with ours. Yeah, yeah. Getting it back to front quick, Dave, works sometimes, depending yeah. on who you're playing against. Exactly, yeah. And talking about goals, um, very early on, Dean, Biamu, um, great goal great finish and um an interesting celebration maybe some 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 hamer brazilian samba creeping in there or i think but you're yeah. probably learning from you dave don't you i knew his dance choreographer <laughs> yeah it's been a while since i've been down infernos but you know uh, it i don't think it even exists anymore it's been that long <laughs> what my samba dancing or infernos <laughs> both, both. Uh, oh but, yeah but the goal you yeah. know it's wow lovely I mean, link up play beautiful and it's probably one of those goals you could just watch over and over again i think i've watched it like about six times today i'm sure you have just just beautiful i mean the the first, the ball forward first of all is is absolutely on a plate um walker's chest is just mm. sublime just it to have sublime. that you know understanding they, they they've not played obviously loads together i'm sure they've trained together lots but they seem to have a really good relationship don't they yeah there is a connection there you you can mm. you can sense that um and yeah, the layoff was was superb. But I think what's one of one of the key things for me in this goal is Biamu's first touch. Great touch! It's brilliant. Yeah, um, he kind of shins it, half shins it as well, mm. but he still keeps it under control and he yeah. takes it so far away from the defender. He's got absolutely no chance. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's brilliant true. first touch. So a far real striker, away, wasn't it? A real striker's sort of you know on goal it was it was just poetry in motion really yeah and the touch was bang in the middle of that defender covering and the goalkeeper coming out so neither of them had absolutely no chance and a brilliant finish absolute slotsville bottom corner but yeah the celebration left a lot to to behold i think max needs to get back on tiktok and and learn a few different dances if (laughs) if i'm honest yeah brilliant and um you know, then again, it just felt like every time we were going forward, we were going to score, and and we did again. O'Hare hit the post, um, mm. and Walker followed it up with a real poacher's goal. Andy, yeah, and that finish was harder than it looks. Um, but first Bit of all, the, yeah, he was, and to keep it under control, he did was was great. It was a really, you know, people look look, look at it and go, "Oh, that's easy. It's an open goal." But when the ball comes out the post that quickly, and he, he like stabbed it, didn't he? Yeah, forward, and it was really well controlled by Walker. And because um, it's quite easy to try and like when you'd hit the ball like that, you'd fall over and hit it yeah. over the bar. But he like yeah, exactly. He half drilled it, stabbed it, and uh, yeah, it was a brilliant finish by Walker. Good ball in by Hyam, long ball again. Yes, used yeah. um, Max's yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, he uses Max's strength. He made and, himself a real menace, didn't he, oh, all he game, did. actually? He bullied their, their centre-arse all game, Max did. And um, the ball came out. Great tacity by O'Hare yeah. to get on the ball quickly. It was a great save by their keeper onto the yeah. post, to be fair. Yeah. It was a really good touch. Um, and then it fell to Walker, and like I just said, he uh, expertly finished it into the net. And we were 2-0 and we were flying. Yeah, we were. We just looked so positive going forward. And we nullified them in the middle of the park actually really well. We've talked so much, obviously, about Kelly's defensive abilities and, and how he breaks down play. Um, but we've spoke about Brazilians all, all episodes so far. And this was Cafu-esque, wasn't it? Outside of the boot, Dean. And uh, being Biamu unlucky with the overhead kick. I think the world would have lost its head if Biamu had scored here. Especially the Twitter world. Oh, uh-huh. unbelievable. But yeah, Kelly, he, he breaks up that play in the middle of the park first as, as well. Um, yes, yeah. And then he continues his run, gets fed the ball, and, and the ball in is, is absolutely superb. Like you say, a bit like Cafu. Maybe we should get call him Calzinho or something like that from, <laughs> from now on. Um, yeah. A lovely ball. But what a save by the goalkeeper here, by the way. Oh, fantastic, wasn't it? Uh, I've watched it back a couple of times and he's pushed it onto the post and it's just got down so well. Great yeah, save. He had, a, he had a great game, Blackman in goal, to be honest. Yeah. He, he, he kept Rotherham in it that first half for sure. Yeah. Is he ex-Chelsea, do Yes, he is. He is, yeah. 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 He's, been yeah. Around, he's been around a lot, hasn't he? Loan, loan spells yeah. here and there. Is, is he actually a um, Rotherham player? Is he? Sorry, a Rotherham player? <laughs> I think he is, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, a brilliant, brilliant save. Um, but yeah, but uh, he looked for it again. The the overhead kick, he loves it, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, he got the sim. He got the uh, he got the simple goal, and and now he wants a bit of a finesse one. But yeah, brilliant save. And you know, it could have been a lot more in that first half, couldn't it? Yeah. The other chances we had, you know, Walker was through again. The link up play for that goal was was Ooh. superb. Walker probably should have chipped the keeper if I'm if I'm honest. Um. But you know, just just a real nice nice to see us in the the attacking ascendancy. And every time we went forward, it looked like we were going to score. Yeah, and we did it so quickly. And like you said, Andy, earlier on, you said about the you know that directness of the play. Mm. Two up front obviously helped with that. The goal showed that. But mm. they couldn't keep. They just couldn't cope with that break, could they? That direct no. play and and just being flooded with players forward. No, they, they couldn't deal with the runners. They couldn't deal with mm. Biamu. They couldn't deal with Walker. Um, our direct play was just... They, they couldn't deal with our physicality. No. And, yeah. um, I just want to say a special mention for Max because obviously he was getting a lot of pelters after that Watford game. Um, yeah. You know, for missing that header. And I got we on the Twitter feed, I was getting all, all kinds of, oh, yeah, but he doesn't score, blah, blah, blah. Because we always praise Max, don't we, a lot. And um, He works so hard. And when you work so hard, I think your yeah. chances will come. You you, you almost that, work that, hard enough to create. You create your own luck, don't yeah. you? And You do. I just think he's underrated in his finish. I, I think he's underrated as well. I think he, he can score goals when he gets the opportunity. Yeah. And he's starting to show that. When he has a run of games, like he had in the FA Cup last season, he scores goals. Yeah, love Backer, love Backer, absolutely love the guy. But it's going to be very difficult for Bakayoko to to put in a performance that tops, you know, the performances that that Biamu's done, Andy. Backer's quality compared to Biamu's just night and day, mate. Yeah, Biamu's a better player. I honestly can't think of one Bakayoko performance that is better than Max's worst, if I'm honest. Yeah, I agree. I honestly can't think. Like I saw him come on the pitch yesterday, just running around like a headless chicken. I thought. Honestly, I thought it was it was absolutely 
poor from from Bakayoko when he came on the pitch. But... Baka gives you his all, but his quality yeah, is just it always nowhere. Works so he hard he, he does work hard for the team, but his quality is nowhere near Walker or Biamu's level or Godden's, in my opinion. And and Andy, obviously Ostergaard, who's mm. tried, tried, try, and, and do say, <laughs> don't they? If you don't yeah. succeed the first time, try, 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 and again. How Sorry. many times have we seen him drift off at the back post <laughs> and, and and rise like a salmon? Um, the, the, no, no team seems to follow him. <laughs> wow, uh, it's so weird. But uh, but he got he got his um, you know, his his just deserves. Is that the right one? Yeah, know. great great ball by uh, Hamer, wasn't it? Floated up, lovely, and it was just wanted to be attacked and. I don't think I've seen a better player for a long time how he attacks the football. Yeah, yeah. He really attacks it, doesn't it? Like he proper goes for it, doesn't he? And it's and normally he does make the keeper work, doesn't he? So yeah, yeah um and they just panicked, didn't they? I, it it was headed down and, and they yeah. just panicked. The keeper didn't know what was happening. It was Ostigol's goal. It has been credited to him. Is that right, Dean? Did, uh, yeah, it has, yeah, yeah, has got it, yeah. Good, good. Because he deserves that. And um and I loved his celebration. Yeah, there's a few gifts on Twitter of that celebration already, and uh, yeah, he showed really passion. It meant a lot to him, didn't it? Yeah, and I think it did. with Ost- with Ostergaard, I think he he said to Brighton that he's not going to sign a new deal because he wants to play regular regular first team football. Yeah, and um, I've got a feeling that he wants to be here. Yeah, and he it? knows Mark Mark Robbins is taking the Sky Blues to the Premiership, doesn't he? So he's well, not yeah, he's Champions not League. Champions League. Sorry, the Champions League. You, yeah. Champions League via the Europa League success. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's he's not he's not thick, you know. No. He knows what he's doing. Absolutely. But the celebration was got great, and, and I, I always got a good. I always love a good knee slide, don't you, lads? Oh, always. Yeah. Oh, Hairs is the one though. He always gets his knee stuck in the ground <laughs> yeah. and just like falls over. Yeah, so it's not Robbie Simpson esque. Robbie <laughs> Simpson. That's a blast. That's a blast. Do you not remember that when he went for the knee slide and just absolutely failed it? Ah, oh, there's been so many, hasn't it's there? On a, it's on every single football failure show. I'm sure there'll be one at Christmas. So keep keep an eye out on Sky One. Of the channel Maybe this available. will be this week's blast from the past on the Twitter feed, Andy. We'll try and dig it out. I'll try and dig it out, yeah. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> yeah. Um, I suppose one sour note was obviously the Rotherham penalty. Um, yeah. Ben Wilson, Dean... Is it a penalty? We've, we spoke about the O'Hare one earlier and I'm definitely going to come to Andy because he said the other one was a penalty. So um, first I'll start with yourself. I just felt that in a million years, the ball had already been kicked. He wasn't getting anywhere near it. And he's, it, it's a bit like his other one. His momentum is all going that way. But yeah, what did you think? Yeah, penalty all day long. Um, wow. Cause, because O'Hare's was the same last week as well. Um, if you make contact with that player, regardless of when the ball is gone. Um, I think, think the rule now is to, is to give a, give a foul and therefore it's a penalty. Um, he did touch him, uh, regardless of where the ball's gone, it's, it's contact in the box and therefore a penalty by the, by the, the, the rules of, of, of the law really. Um, but yeah, O'Hare should have had one last week. So, you know, where's that, where's that consistency? No. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah, I just want consistency, and we haven't. Oh, you're not going to. You're not. We haven't been shown. Not the standard officiating in the championship. No, this is yeah. what I mean. We haven't been. We haven't. Dean, ask all. for something else. If that's your Christmas, <laughs> yeah, ask for something else. You're not going to get consistency from referees in this league. It, it, it's actually for me beyond ridiculous that League One seemed to have better officiating last season than, than what we've had this year. You're probably right. I mean, maybe I'll just ask for some new Leon Kelly pajamas. Um, yeah. 
instead. But yeah, that's I mean that's that's all I'd like to see. Just a little bit of consistency. I don't yeah. think we've seen that across any of our games this season. Yeah, um, it's, it's really frustrating now. Sure. Goalkeeper Andy. Yeah, it's a difficult one. You know when you're you giving that a... away. So you're giving that you you've given that away, Andy. And 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 it and you know are I'm you screaming at the ref? Are you screaming no, at the ref? I'm, are you, I'm, you going, our oh, hands up? It's no, I'm, I'm running after the ball trying to take a quick goal kick. Yeah. Fair <laughs> and hope the ref hasn't seen it. Um, because what happens is normally when you do that, you're just looking around and hope the linesman and the ref haven't seen it. And then you go and get the ball. Did he and go to it. the ref? I can't remember. I'm no, I think he... I think the he lino, did. sorry. Did he so go to the lino? Yeah. He yeah, yeah, the ref, ref gave a goal kick. Yeah, yeah and then the, and the lino the ref gave went it, didn't he? The lino, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. the lino gave it, not the ref. Yeah, interestingly, miles away from from, yeah. from play. For me. Obviously, yeah. in his ear, and said, "I had both teams to score on the uh, on the coupon." <laughs> yeah. But seriously, Andy, is it for you pen- penalty? Yeah, it is, but it's unlucky. You get normally as a keeper, you get away with those, but um, it, if you go by the letter of the law, it's a penalty. Yeah, well, That's I think I superb, <laughs> superb displays by Ben Wilson in, in his game since Morosi's been injured. And it, I think the two penalties, he's been unlucky it, with the inconsistency of refereeing. That well, we've the Norwich seen so one wasn't, mate. Sorry, Sorry? The, the Norwich one wasn't, mate, because he got the ball. This one he didn't. Yeah. So when you don't get the ball, you always run the wrist, don't you, mate? Yeah, he'd have to be pretty tall to have got the ball, but yeah, okay. That's, um, I know what you're saying. He's clattered him afterwards, and, yeah, and it's yes. uh, a thing. Yeah. But it, it, like you say, if O'Hare's um, isn't a penalty, then that isn't. But if that mm-hmm. is, then O'Hare's was. As simple as that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we'll 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 take it to man of the match. We could be on that for for a long, long time, and I don't think we're ever going to see you know the consistency that we want in. But, you know, God forbid we go to a VAR world, eh, like the Premiership. So we probably, you know, yeah, exactly. So better the devil you know sometimes. But man of the match, Dean? Uh, Max Biamu. Yeah, outstanding. Just a brilliant, brilliant performance by a guy at the top end of the pitch. And, you know, he seems to have found his feet now uh, in the in the Championship. Um, I, I The only other game I can think of him having that kind of performance was Notts County in the playoff fi- uh, semi-final first second leg. So yeah, I'm going to give give it Max a, a brilliant performance. Andy, the same. Yeah, same. I thought uh, Max was different class. He uh, bullied their centre half from start to finish, and uh, he gave them a torridy a torrid afternoon's play. And uh, I don't think they want to face Max Biamu anytime soon. So yeah, fair play to Max. Big fan of Max, and uh, hope he continues scoring goals for the Sky Blues because we love him. Great player. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. Max for me as well. That's free. Uh, man of the match awards to Max, and I think it was pretty unanimous on on uh, Twitter as well, wasn't it, Andy? Yeah, it was. Um, everything that came through was uh, was Max or or Walker. Uh, the front two were unplayable. Yeah, no, they were. And yeah, Sky Blues extra followers, thanks ever so much for joining with the man of the match because it does really help, and uh, yeah, it's great to have your involvement. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. We're now going to move on to previewing the Sky Blues' next fixture in the Championship, which is the Hatters. We take on Luton at St Andrews. Um, what do we know about the Hatters, Dean? Sort of summer signings, style of play, perhaps recent results, and what should we be looking out for? 
Well, they're, they're definitely a team punching well above their weight, you know, over the last couple number of seasons. You know, they only get 10,000, well, no fans at the moment, but 10,000 fans at home. So, like, the lack of gate receipts and stuff doesn't bring the top players into the club. But, you know, they're not to be dismissed for sure. Um, they struggled before the lockdown, um, but Nathan Jones returned to, to the club and, and steered them away from relegation. Some great performances and um, and they changed tactically towards the, the, the end of last season which suited them really well. And they've, they've kept that in, into this year. Uh, and they've started the season pretty well. And they're in decent decent form. Um, yeah. They're 12th at the moment. They'd lose yesterday to, to Swansea. But the real important thing that happened yesterday in that match was their right-back, Matty Pearson, got sent off. Most of their Andy. good stuff com, comes up from that from that right-back position uh, going down the line. He's, um, he's the guy who's made the most appearances in, in this league team so he's a huge loss ahead of ahead of Tuesday night um, and, and looking ahead to that Is there any players that the Sky Blues should be sort of very careful of? Yeah the main man for them James Collins um, obviously a Coventry kid as well but he's one of the, the most deadly strikers in, in modern EFL history to be honest in both the, the League One and the Championship and when he's given a sniff more often than not he, he tends to finish he's aggressive he's powerful Got a real good turn of speed as well, and he tends to lead the line on his own uh, and brings people into play. But he still picks up goals, and you know that's 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 the real big asset to this Luton team is is him him at the top end. But if you can stop the service into him and and get on his uh, get on his nerves a little bit, um, yeah. you know he he's one of those guys who uh, his temperament can come into play. Things are not going his way, he can start to lash out and and take wild shots and goal. So um, that's going to be key to to our success on on Tuesday night is is keeping him quiet definitely. Superb, thanks for that, Dean and um, Andy. Mark Robbins has obviously changed the team round quite a lot. He's gone from a four at the back. He's mm. played with wing backs. He's gone one up front. He's gone two up front. What would you be doing if you were Robbins? And how do you see the lineup going for this fixture against Luton? We we've got to take it to him, haven't we? Yeah, same as Saturday, please. More of the same of that, please. Um, I would go with exactly the same team. Uh, I wouldn't change anything. Um, whether Robbins will or not, who knows? Um, you can't second-guess him, can you, these days? But for me... Um, no, even go... opposing managers get the team no, right at the just don't last know what minute, don't they? Gonna... No, you just don't know what he's going to do. But uh, I felt a little bit for Giles, because I think he's done really well. And I think, in this, especially in, not so much defensively, but an attacking threat, I think he's been good for us. I wasn't surprised Shipley had dropped out the side. Um, I thought he was a, absolutely awful against Derby, completely anonymous, and he deserved to be dropped. Uh, but I felt for Giles. Um, but for me, um, I'd play exactly the same team against Luton and really stick it on them. Sure. It's a tough side to get into, Dean, at the moment, the squad of Mark Robbins. You've got a really... Be you know unbeaten, of course. Um, you've got to put in some really good performances, haven't you? Or at least do something very special in training to squeeze yourself perhaps into this side. But he's used squad rotation. Absolutely, you've, you've got to perf- you've got to perform. It's as simple as that. You know, we've got a squad. Um, finally, you know, people mm. are coming back into the fold. We've got options now on the bench. You know, uh, I noticed Will Papaga wasn't on the bench at the weekend. He went to play for the under-18s in their yeah. cup match. We spoke, didn't we, on the podcast recently of if we ever had the ability to be 2 or 3-0 up, um, it might be a time to introduce Will. And it's it's a shame, perhaps, that he'd, you know, but he's getting minutes, which is obviously very, very important. But 
would have been a good game to have seen him, Dean. Yeah, um, but you know, it shows the togetherness of the club that we gave the under 18s Wilbur Parker to, to play for them. You know, it shows that we've we've got the overall picture in mind, not just the 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 first team, which which is good to see. Yeah. But it would have been nice to see him in this game. I don't think he would have brought him on if I'm perfectly honest. Um, I still think Rotherham would have caused us were causing us a little bit of a threat with, with their yeah. directness. So I don't think we would have seen him. Uh, but it would have been nice to have the option yeah. of him him there. But as I say, we've we've got lots of options now. There's different options on the bench, which is really nice to see. Yeah, and would you be sticking the same as uh, the recent fixture for the for this one, or would you be changing the lineup at all? Absolutely. Yeah, I would go with the 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 three at the back, uh, mainly because you know Luton don't take as many shots per game on on average as as most of the teams we've faced. The, the second lowest at 9.1 on average right. so they're not going to they're not going to produce a lot of of attacks if I'm, if I'm perfectly honest and if i think if james collis plays on his own then we've got enough of the bat there to to keep his chances at a minimum so i would go i would go with exactly the same team um i have a maybe a slight thinking towards bringing sheaf back in instead of o'hare okay and moving the hammer further up Right. So um, you drop O'Hare after that performance. I would, yeah, just because um, I think as an impact in this game, he would be a lot better than starting them. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with that. I wouldn't disagree with that. I either. think this this Luton side have got some old heads in there. They're going to get tired, um, and if we're our, our attacking best, we're going to tire them out. And you you've got O'Hare to to bring into the fold at sixty seventy minutes. Then there's definitely opportunities that are going to going to open up for for someone of his uh, him, his capabilities. So that's something I would look at. I'm not sure Robbins will do that, but mm. um, it's a potential. Yeah, and and Andy, if you were having a bet in this game and you had to predict a score, what would that be? I think we're going to win. Um, I'm quite confident in most games we we, we face these days, Dave. If I'm being yeah. honest, um, yeah, I think. Um, Oh, how the tides change. Yeah, it has. <laughs> well, because because we were conceding so many goals before, weren't we, Dean? And you know, we now we don't concede many, and we've tightened up so well at the back. And yeah, we had uh, that where you had, to, you know, you, if, if you score three, yeah. we score four, uh, and and of course we weren't mm. scoring four. So we've just got uh, a lot we more streetwise in this league now. We've got used to this league now, and we've I think we've finally found our feet. Which is fair enough because obviously you know we were a new side into the league, so we've actually yeah and we had a lot of time there. even mm. though we were on the training pitch we had a lot of time playing at a match pace didn't we I suppose and and we yeah. seem we seem to fit it a lot more and I think the fixtures we've had of late I mean how good does that Cardiff win look now oh massive yeah that was a great win but no I think we've found our feet in this league and uh, I think we're going to win this one two one day okay and um, Dean what's your yeah. prediction. I, I can't see any any difference to that. To be honest, I think we might concede, just down to in, an individual error, which we we seem to be capable of quite a lot. Um, but I think we'll score. We'll definitely score two goals in this game. So yeah, I'm going to go for a two-one win as well. Well, I'm going to go the same, but I'm going to go two-nil. I think we've been so so solid, and um, at, at home especially, I think we'll we'll just I think we'll grind it out, and I Ooh. hope yeah, two-nil from from me as well. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. 
we're now going to move on to the Wickham game, of course, away at Adams Park. And uh, any excuse really to bring up that emphatic win um, where Tom, who's not on the pod, I think he's still you know, scarred from the game, falling you know, miles down after Matty Godden's hat-trick goal. But um, yeah, fantastic performance, of course, last season. Um, are we going to see the same this this week? Uh, Dean, what, what do we know about Wickham since obviously we played them last year and have they done much business? I can't remember in the summer um, and, you know, talking through their, their fixtures this season. I mean, they went seven losses on the bounce, didn't they, from the start of the season, but they started to pick things up a little bit. They have a, a bit like us. They, they've found yeah. their feet a little bit, haven't they? Um, they know they can't play the same as they did in League One with that sort of hoof ball. Um, get the ball up the pitch as quickly as possible. You can't really do that no. in this division. If I'm perfectly honest, you have to mix and mix and match it at times. But you know, Wickham are predicted to be this season's kind of whipping boys. The kind of yeah. dar- derby in the Premier League year, if you remember, with the lowest points total. Yeah. Um, but they, I mean, what what an achievement for them. I mean, unbelievable. Yeah, no, of course. I mean, some people would call call them a bit lucky to have come through the points per game but recent fixtures they've they've probably shown that they've they've earned their uh, stripes the last their last five games they have found their feet yeah um, they got four four draws and, and one defeat um and yesterday they were denied by a really really late own goal versus Preston yeah so they're very unlucky um in that regard but a bit like us you know they've got a, lo- a very low budget expectations mm-hmm. are low really going into the year so, you know, avoid the, the unexpected as such in, with this team. And some key players. We know, obviously, a lot about um, Akin Fenwar, of course. Um, but, yeah, anyone else that we should be keeping an eye on and uh, worried about? I wouldn't say so. I mean, you look at that 4-1, pretty much got the same side as, as that 4-1 uh, victory yeah. last, last season, to be honest. Yeah. Although I did miss the first three goals in that game, trying to park my car, which was very annoying. I had to leave on some some woman's drive down the road, and I threw twenty quid for a letterbox. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. And I missed all the goals, and I could hear obviously all the fans cheering and stuff. So that was that was pretty annoying. Um, but yeah, they've they've still got pretty much the bases of that side, minus a, a few a few new faces. Obviously, Jack Grimmer's there. Yeah. Uh, who we who we know quite well from our from our. Um, League two days, and another one to look out for um, is Joe Jacobson at, at left back. Now he's 34, but he's one of the stalwarts of the Wickham side, and he continues to play. And he's been with them the whole way through their rise. Uh, scores a lot of goals, very deadly at a set piece. So he's one to look out for. But they don't score a lot of goals this Wickham no. team. Yeah. Um, and with our sort of increasingly impressive defensive record, you'd have to hope that the Sky Blues will be able to shut them out. You would, and they, you know, they've got the lowest uh, possession on average in the league at forty-one percent. They give away the most shots against them at fourteen point nine in the division. So, um, you know, it could it could be a, a bombardment on the, on that Wickham goal for us if if we get it right. Yeah, and Andy, I'm going to come to you and talk first about the expected lineup. It's going to be the first time the Sky Blues have played in a ground where there are fans, albeit two thousand, and they'll all be. Uh, home supporters, of course, Wickham fans. But yeah. first time that playing the ground with fans. Do you think that's going to have an, a, any effect on the Sky Blues' performance away? Um, not really. I think it's first of all great to see fans back. Um, yeah, it's been brilliant. You know, I've seen I, I it across before, the TVs. Yeah, before I was watching uh, the um, Tottenham, the, uh, the uh, North London derby, and it was great to see um, the fans back. And um, 
Yeah, so first of all, that's great to see. Um, does it will it affect the sky blues? No, I don't think so. Um, I don't think it will. Uh, it's not like there's the the crowd full, is full to the rafters, and and to be honest, our record at Wickham is that good. Yeah, is it? Even if they had a full crowd, I think I'd still back us because yeah. you know, from McNulty's penalty in the freezing cold to Matty yeah. Godden's half volley. If you watch closely, there's a man jumping up and down in a red North face. Is coat. that you? Uh, it is, yeah. yeah and I still have that coat. I probably need to get that, rid of that. Actually, tuck it away. <laughs> yeah. Was you there for that for that that game? It was, that was probably the gold, coldest game I've ever been to. In person, I was there, Dean, but I think my soul had somehow been sucked out of of me. It was so cold, wasn't it? It was just freezing cold. And I I remember arriving at Wickham, and I had to. I came out of the station, and I was just like, well, I didn't really know how to get to. Where are we? Yeah, I haven't really been there before, and. Uh, I got a cab with a, a Wickham old boy. He was like, I thought he was, you know, I, I said, mate, you better get in a cab with me. You ain't going to get a bus up there, are you? you? You might not make it sort of thing. But, you know, it was... Um, probably thinking the same about you, Dave. Yeah, probably. Yeah, he's like, yeah, look at this little strip of uh, uh, we. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, it's um, it was an absolute freezing cold night. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, the tuck shop done well that night with, with tea. Mm. But yeah. yeah, going back to your point. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, um, I digress. That's all right, mate. Don't worry. Um, yeah, I, no, I don't think it will affect the result, mate. I think we've got a great record at uh, Wickham, and uh, I can see another three points coming. Six yeah. out of six, lads. Claxon. Great. Well, so what? Well, uh, yeah. Start okay. the car. Yeah, I'd... start the car. I know. Rodney trots um... a finger outside the uh, window. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. We've heard some really good news, haven't we, around potentially Boxing Day that is being planned for. We know that the rules are going to change around the 16th of December. They're going to review the tiers one, two and three, um, Andy. But we, we yeah. heard, didn't we, from the Telegraph, potentially the Boxing Day fixture, which would be Stoke, I think, um, yeah. would be um, would be fantastic, wouldn't it? Albeit yeah, it very difficult for, for fans to probably get there with you know trains being not that great over the christmas period probably off on boxing day actually probably a driver isn't it but um, yeah and also we don't play in commentary but yeah no that's another it'd point, be a but... great it'd be great <laughs> it, to, for, for the doors to be open on, on boxing yeah day. it'd be great to see some fans back and uh i think getting passed into the into the new year hopefully we can get more and more fans back and and put this horrible year behind us as football fans we need to have our fix as show they say of football and um, yeah. yeah, let's get past uh, let's get past Christmas, and hopefully we can put this awful year behind us and and get fans back into the stadium, Dave. Yeah, exactly. And Dean, we digressed and didn't get time for your uh, expected lineup. But is that going to be perhaps you know bar injuries or anything? Would that be the same? You'd want to be taking it to them uh, against Wickham? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. You know, these are the games where we need to pick up points. This is a, a monumental month now. For the oh, shoot, yeah. You know, if we can come out of this with 12 to, to sort of 12, 12 to 15 points, fantastic. You know, we've, we've already picked up uh, three on Saturday. So, you know, how much more can we pick up? And, and these are two games this week, which I think are going to be crucial, um, not only for, for the whole season, the whole, but momentum into this month as well against other teams that are going to be scrapping down the bottom end of the pitch with us, uh, at bottom end of the table with us. Um, so yeah, let's take it to Wickham. We took it to them last year and and showed we could score four goals. So let's do it again. Yeah, you, you mentioned there the four goals. How how do you see this one going, Dean? Score prediction? 
Um, I, I, I can only see us winning if I'm perfectly honest. Um, I think we're kind of Wickham's bogey team as well, so yeah. that, that goes in our favour. Um, I always feel like we're gonna we're gonna let in a goal, but I always feel like we're gonna score more than the opposition as well. So I'm gonna go for another two-one victory. Andy. Yeah, um, I'm going to go for um, a 3-1 victory here, Dave. Uh, and he said nil. I did say nil, but then I thought, oh no, we never keep clean sheets. Uh, hardly. Um, and I also have fond memories of Wickham because obviously our first ever podcast was commenting on that game, wasn't it, Dave? Yeah, I think right? it was. Yeah, I think it was. I was yeah. scrolling through. So, our very uh... first ever Sky Blues Extra podcast was on that game. So fond memories of Wickham away. So yeah, I think we'll get three points. So yeah. Yeah, a monumental date in the diary for Sky Blues Extra. Um, of course, the the Wickham fixture of, of the four one. But I, I think again, I, I you know I think two 0 for us again. I, I think we're we're solid now. We we we've cut out a lot of the mistakes, and I, I don't know if if Watford, uh, Watford what am I about? I don't know if Wickham are gonna uh, threaten us enough. But um, a win anyway, I think for the Sky Blues. Uh, and we'll continue a really, really important and successful month, chaps. Fingers crossed, Dave. Yeah, fingers crossed, mate. Well, that's all we've got time for this evening. As always, thanks for both of your contribution. Thanks, Dean. Thank you. Thank you, chaps. And thanks, Andy. Cheers, Dave. Always a pleasure, mate. And listeners, do check out our partners, Shortland Horn, for the latest properties across Coventry. And as always, if you want to get involved in the conversation, you can on our social media channels by using the hashtag SkyBluesExtraPodcast. Or do come on to our live in the studio or comment on our live. SkyBluesExtra Live, after the 90 minutes has finished, we'll have the best reaction after all of the SkyBlues fixtures. Thanks for listening to the Sky Blues Extra podcast. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.